Welcome to the Happiness Habit Podcast. I'm your host, Kara Payton, and this is your resource for becoming the happiest person you know. This show dives deep into the heart of life's biggest matters. You can expect to hear from the names you know, sharing a raw look into their souls from their realest moments with God to their biggest heartbreaks in love and greatest lessons in life. If you're new here, subscribe or follow and share with a friend. You never know what message they truly needed to hear. And if you've been around for a while, welcome home. I'm so glad you're here. Let's get to the show. Welcome to the Happiness Habit Podcast. I'm Kara Payton, your host, and this is your podcast for becoming the happiest person you know. This episode is brought to you by KaraPayton.com. For individual and group coaching, courses, live events and webinars, and to pre-order my book, The Happiness Habit, visit KaraPayton.com. Let's dive in today. We are going to talk about something that I feel could not be more relevant to every aspect of our lives. The secret to keeping your power and staying happy. And the thing is, we often want to clean something up, implying there are others, things and circumstances that we must deal with, eliminate or fix. And what I've learned is it is a lot simpler and easier work than this. So if imagine if you could, being in a room with a window on either side. One window has a beautiful beach with rolling waves and the other is a littered highway. When we insist on dealing in others' business, it is not different than saying that you must pick up all the litter on the side of the highway and get everyone to slow down before you can enjoy the beach. You say, well, it bothers me that the litter is there and the noise is gonna ruin my beach view. But the thing is, the closer you get to the highway, the louder the sounds of it, and you actually can't hear the ocean anymore either. The same would be true if you moved toward the beach. To fix, say, what the person thinks about you or the situation itself is nothing more sensible than that. You don't have any control over what someone thinks about you, but you have every control of what you think about what someone thinks about you. You can't make them feel differently. That is their own. But you can feel differently about them feeling that. Ask yourself, does anyone else's thoughts attract to me? Put a bullseye on me? No, a a magnet is in charge of its own force and you cannot make a rock a magnet. Do my thoughts about someone else's thoughts attract to me? Yes, because now I am the magnet. Someone else cannot affect you. You can affect you. And so we create this power and this dynamic where we give them that ability when it is our own. I can look at that highway or I can look at that beach. That's what it means to stay in your power. Calibrated to that which you chose to be calibrated to. And the highest way to serve yourself is to calibrate to your own source, your own power, your own inner knowing. And not to allow someone else not to allow yourself to calibrate to anything else. When you are focusing on someone else's thoughts, intentions, actions, whatever, you calibrate to them and not you. You aren't made to. You have no contracts or obligations to. You do that on your own free will. It's self-imposed. Many people, as they think 
feel, and decide tend to operate under the false premise that they need to hook into some kind of power and then I will be able to affect the behavior or of the other people or affect the situation and then I will feel better because the situation will change. So we feel like we have to hook into some external type of power to be able to affect the people, the choices they make, the thoughts that they have, and then they f we think we will feel better because then the situation will change. It's a lot simpler than that. It's a lot closer to home. The situation will change when we change. The point of your work on yourself is that the situation can remain the same and I can choose to remain where I am and feel good there. People that do not feel good or do not calibrate to their own inner being will lure you away from your own. A lot of people try to be this for each other, like a, a transaction or agreement. If I'm really nice to you, you'll be really nice to me. If you make me feel good and do things that me, make me feel safe or provide me with assurances against my insecurities without me having to touch them, I will do these things for you. The very autonomy and freedom you're seeking cannot be attained because you're tangled up in this agreement that gives someone else power over the way you feel. The key is not get someone to get aligned or agree with you, but to be so good with you that it doesn't matter if they are or not. The agreement you're truly seeking is with who you really are. Quit blaming them for your own choice to come out of your own skin. They didn't do that. You wrote that contract up and gave them the power of attorney to your own calibration. And then you find that gradually your ability to be yourself diminishes and we blame the other person. What really happens is that when you're alone to recalibrate to yourself, you recalibrate to yourself when you're alone, but when you're with them, you calibrate to them and they dominate and you cease. To get back into concert with your own being is very simple, but not necessarily easy. Setting the situation, person, or connection aside, who are you really? And how can I be with others and be in my own? Own that you feel this way or that way because of your ability and choice to think these thoughts. And no matter what, your thoughts about you are what you stay in tune to over someone else's flawed thoughts about you. And the more you stay in tune with that, the less flawed someone else's thoughts about you will be. But even if not, that doesn't register you for a decalibration. And the same goes for your flawed thoughts about someone else. You can ask, do they love me or not? Are they well-intentioned or not? Are they doing the best they can with the flawed thoughts he or she has or not? Are they guided or misguided? Is that my work to change or not? Do they have to be guided, change, or do anything before I will allow myself to choose my own? And from that level of awareness and consciousness, you can find yourself unconditionally loving and understanding, unconditionally aligned and calibrated with your inner being where thinking, feeling, and acting from there is a good place to be. You can accept that people don't always know, don't always stay in their best place, don't always ignore fear. When you don't reach this level of awareness, you slip into the traps that someone should be, should do, should say. And from there, it can feel like someone is trying to call you back to a place they want to force upon you or hurt you or play games or dominate you when they're simply innocent of knowing that they have this same power that isn't dependent on you either. 
You want to feel like you can move toward who you really are and wish they'd just let you go there, but you gave them the power to determine whether or not you do, and you resent them for something that you did to yourself. Go there. Go to your fullness. Go to your happy. Go to your best. And they'll come along or they won't. Everything that anyone in love ever guides anyone to or tries to get someone to do is from a place of thinking it will be better for you, for them, for both. With everything that has led them to where they are, their beliefs, emotional state, wants, and fears all combined into a very integrated response to the world. One that's different from yours. Let them stay in the experience they choose and choose yours all the same. You are always more calibrated to what has been than what you want. Otherwise, you would have it. So get closer to staying calibrated along the way. And when you do, what's funny is that others will come along. They'll see your beauty. They know your wellness and feel your well-being. Go to your thriving and be so in that because no one on your path in that space will ever say to you, I don't want you to come. I want you to come back to a place than you were less than this because your energy has drawn their inner being that also wants its own calibration and will pull on their own inner knowing that you are moving in the right direction. When you're not in alignment, you think they do this because you're not thinking as you, but as a false premise based on your calibration to your flawed thoughts about them and theirs about you. Deep down, you know someone else is not the influence you want to have and is not capable to maintain momentum enough to carry both of you. With limited perspective, you don't see your ability to uncouple from that agreement while not having to discharge the relationship. We see we either keep honoring this contract that's keeping us both crossways of our inner being, or we have to dismiss the connection entirely as if it weren't good for us. The need to blame or see the other as guilty of our own lack of self-congruence is so much easier than the clearing of the path to self-sight to the incongruences that would point us to our own thoughts, beliefs, and actions that created this unwanted reality. Most everyone has their own unique way to fill the void of not being aligned with their inner being. Most commonly, we rely on others to make up the difference. And we all tend to go to great lengths to keep up with it, even if they don't know that they do it. They don't know how else to not have a void. They are doing the best that they've been able to do, even if they're consistent they are the consistent common denominator until they know they don't know. At the end of the day, anything that's not calibrated ends up manipulated to rebalance the imbalance. Innocently or otherwise, that is what results from being out of tune with yourself. So if we can calibrate to ourselves and let others either be calibrated or not calibrated, we can understand they're just doing the best that they can do. And if they're powerful and they're wanting, they'll catch up. All the while, you are remaining whole, demonstrating your unshakable and powerful alignment with you. That is the work. That is the change you seek. Now I want to hear from you. What stood out most to you here? What shook your head? raised your eyebrows, stirred some inspiration, or created a breakthrough. 
The best conversations happen over in the comment section at the Happiness Habit Podcast on Instagram or my Instagram, Kara Payton. Like this episode? Share it with a friend or loved one who you know this will speak to. And thank you for joining me for another episode of the Happiness Habit Podcast. Until next time, keep moving forward. Your best life happens when you become your best self and the world really needs that person in it. Now we want to hear from you. What stirred you, helped you, or lit you up with new inspiration? Drop me a line at carapayton.com and let me know. If you liked this episode, share it with a friend. This might just be the thing they needed to hear. And thank you for joining me for another episode of the Happiness Habit Podcast. Until next time, keep moving. Your life starts when you allow your authentic self to shine through and the world needs that light in it.